Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I know who, uh, who not to sip a drink from by some <laughs> of y'all tweets. What's good, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. And it's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky, And I'm your other host, A-Dub. All right, it's Wednesday, and Jamie Foxx went on a rant on social media. He's had it up to here with some of these people on these podcasts. Dang, did we catch a stray? Mm, maybe. <laughs> nah, I don't think he was talking about us. But in other news, Charlemagne the God had to shut down some rumors about who the next Breakfast Club host might be. And spoiler alert, it's not Remy Ma. And also, Rick Ross is facing backlash for a pair of sunglasses that he wanted. And we'll tell you exactly why. But first, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Please hit that subscribe button or that follow button on all streaming platforms. Thank you. We appreciate it. Now let's go ahead and jump in. Okay, so let's start off with Jamie Foxx and this rant that he went on on social media. He seemed to be pretty unhappy with a podcaster out here, and fans are basically trying to play guess who and figure out exactly who he was talking about when he went on this rant. Right, so he went to Instagram stories, and he just typed out, it said, just because they got a podcast, don't make them a philosopher. And then he said, just because they got a loud effing mouth, don't make them the voice of the people. Ooh. So... Right. And out. <laughs> Jamie has some things to say. Who was out here talking bad about Jamie? That's what people are trying to figure out because I guess this is kind of unlikely or just random for Jamie Foxx to voice something like this on social media. But um, a lot of people are thinking that he's talking about DJ academics just because he's been in the news so heavy um, for a lot of backlash of things that he said about, you know, hip hop pioneers being dusty and certain things like that. Um, but also some people think he may be talking about either Nori or Joe Budden, but not really Joe Budden because Budden just recently referred to Jamie Foxx as like the most talented man on earth. So that'd be kind of weird if Jamie Foxx is talking about him. Um, so I think it's going towards academics, but I mean, all these people got a podcast now, so it could be anybody. Yeah, it could be any one of you podcasters out here. Nah, but I think it was <laughs> academics though, because he has been in the news a lot recently and a couple different people spoke out about against academics. LL Cool J, um, you got people from the Sugar Hill Gang speaking out, Van Silk, MC Shyrock said something like all of these different people because academics was being extremely disrespectful to people who founded the genre that he commentates on today or people who helped build the genre that he commentates on. Like, dude, you are able to feed yourself and your family off of hip-hop and yet you're disrespecting people that were the pioneers of it by calling them dusty and all these other things so if the shoe fits anybody right now it's definitely academics and I hate to say that because you know he's from Jersey so we, we don't want him to really be representing like that but yeah nah, I, I think that's probably who is most likely either academics or some podcaster that made some remarks about Jamie which we haven't really heard about so I, I don't know how likely that is. I feel like we would have heard about it if somebody was out here slandering Jamie Foxx. You know I don't play that. I love Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx show is tied for my favorite show of all time. You know, Jamie Foxx show and Living Single. I say that all the time. 
Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx is one of the most talented people in the world, uh, to Joe Budden's point. And I just think you would be hard-pressed to find anybody, any podcaster who really has a respect for music and acting or any of the arts to that would want to disrespect Jamie Foxx. So I think he might just be speaking in general on stuff that he's seeing on these podcasts and not s- directly to somebody that said something about him. Right. I could see that. Hopefully it is just that. Um, I don't think he'll say anything more unless maybe one of these podcasters who think it was about them says something and we'll see if it goes like a back and forth. But um, I think that's kind of it for Jamie right now as far as that goes. But we'll see what happens. Right. And if we find the culprit and if we find out y'all was saying something about Jamie, then we're going to go in on y'all. So, yeah, I think just leave it at this. <laughs> right. You don't want these problems. Yeah. You don't want, you don't want these. You don't want these issues. All right. Well, now let's talk about Charlemagne because recently Dochi was on The Breakfast Club, um, which was a great interview, by the way. Amazing, amazing interview. Dochi's going to go very far in music. And I know that's not a hot take. Like anybody who's heard her music knows she makes great music. But just her personality shined through so hard on that Breakfast Club interview. And you really got to know a lot more about who she was. So check that out, first of all. Um, second of all, during this interview, at one point, she flipped it to where she was asking Charlemagne and Envy the questions. And one of those questions was about why Angela Yee was leaving the Breakfast Club and who would be replacing her. A lot of people, myself included, seemed to feel like Remy Ma should fill the spot. But uh, Charlemagne quickly shut that down <laughs> when Doji brought that up. Yeah, we talked on the podcast before when it was news that Angela was leaving about who we think would be a good fit to fill Angela Yee's place. And yeah, we both said Remy Ma. And then after that, a lot of people on the internet thought Remy Ma as well. But yeah, Charlemagne shut it down. He just said, no, that's not true. That's a random rumor. That's all he really said about the Remy Ma. So I don't know because, you know, Asia, remember when I uh, sent that like tweet where it had like the sheet of possible people and like the salary they would get if they were on the breakfast club and Remy Ma was on there Mm. so I don't know if Charlamagne is really being truthful that it was just a random rumor (laughs) um maybe she just didn't get the position but I think she was definitely considered you know yeah I I could see that have really been a consideration it may not have made it down to Charlemagne though at that point like it might have been the the little office people the money people the finance people whatever department looking like okay if we chose if we thought about this person how much would we give them or we thought about that person but then I also think too people just throw out random stuff all the time as if it's facts so somebody could have cooked that up on their iPhone notes and said hmm Remy Ma 300,000 per year or whatever the case and just made a list of people that they would like to see and put that out there People have done crazier things and made up way, 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 way worse things than this. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody just got on their phone and made that up too. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was real either. But yeah, either way, Charlamagne shut that down. Um, I do want to see them start testing out some other people. Angela don't be there no more half the time when I click on the interviews. So it's just like, y'all might as well start (laughs) rotating people in. Maybe they trying to be respectful of the fact that she's not all the way gone yet. And, And all of them are not always there to, to be fair. Like sometimes Envy's missing, sometimes Charlemagne's missing, but Angela be missing more than anybody now. So I'm just like, okay, like are y'all going to start testing out the new people? Y'all said it's a club. Uh, it's going to be multiple members where they at, where they at though. (laughs) In the words of TI. Yeah. That'd be a good thing to start having them like in and out, rotate, see what'd be a best fit, see what the people think, or unless they're just going to like surprise us with, 
the one person but um yeah it's about time we start getting it together or seeing what's happening because yeah Angelie don't Angelie Yee doesn't be there so maybe they're waiting for her show to finally start but you gotta do something Mm-hmm. I also found it interesting that when Dochi asked Charlemagne and Envy if they were sad that Angela was leaving, neither one of them said yeah. Like they both said that they weren't really sad, and then Charlemagne said he wasn't happy or sad that she was leaving. So I, I was like, dang. Like, so how do y'all feel? Charlemagne said um, that he he feels like it's good for radio, though it's great. It's great for radio. So he did say that positive thing. But I was just like, dang. Like, it, it just doesn't sound like you know love and well wishes in there for some reason. I'm not. That's not the vibe I'm getting. I'm not getting like a bad vibe, like negativity. But it's just like, dang. Like y'all don't got more than that to say about it. Yeah, like they were, well, I remember Charlamagne being kind of dry when she announced it on the show. And then, yeah, for like, for that be a couple months ago, he said, he's like, I'm not happy or sad. He says, I don't want to say sad. Sad is not the right word. I haven't unpacked it yet. Sad isn't what I feel. So it's kind of like vague. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, how do you feel? And haven't unpacked it yet. That gives me the notion of what we said before when we were like, I don't think this was like a long lead up time, like <laughs> highly planned out um a long runway on it like oh they knew about this for months or a year or or two years whatever like seems like everybody pretty much was finding was finding out about about it around the same time but um but yeah we'll we'll see what happens I'm just ready to see who the replacement's gonna be that's what I'm ready for and to hear her new Angela's new show yeah it'd be interesting to see how her show goes um if she is well, she ain't even said her guest, e- her co-host either. So I'm getting, I'm getting like kind of like you need to start promoting more or saying what's going on before people start like really forgetting about it. You know? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rick Ross is catching some backlash as of recently. He wants some help finding a particular pair of sunglasses, and ordinarily that wouldn't be a problem. But these particular shades were the shades worn by. Jeffrey Dahmer well not the real Jeffrey Dahmer but the man who is playing Jeffrey Dahmer in the Netflix series that everybody's been watching Ross saw the shades he had on in the show and he wanted to find them so he turned to social media and he was like locate me a pair of Dahmer shades he tweeted that out and of course people had some not so nice things to say about that because obviously Jeffrey Dahmer is a serial killer or was a serial killer when he was alive yeah, so um, it all kind of like plays down to the Netflix's new limited series of Jeffrey Dahmer, um, where he's notoriously known for, you know, killing black men and boys specifically. So there's already that going on. So when Rick Ross had tweeted that, that he wanted a pair of Dahmer shades in that style of them, people were tweeting back at him saying, this man targeted young black and brown men. Ross, you can do better than give light to a monster. Um, the other people were bringing up, you know, Rick Ross's lyrics where he was like, put Molly in her champagne. She didn't even know it. Um, so people were calling him out saying, you're the same person who put Molly on her champagne and took her home and had fun with that. She didn't even know it. I don't know why I'm surprised that you would ask such a thing. Guess she ready for the next step, huh? Well, that fan was really upset. But um, so, yeah, people are back and forth. But other people thought that they agree with Rick Ross because the frames are kind of a cool style. And so some some fan tweeted F what he did, them shades are fire to like what Jeffrey Dahmer did. So it's a little back and forth right now about Rick Ross wanting these shades. Y'all got to do better. Sometimes you just need to look yourself in the mirror and be like, I need to do better. Let me do better. Let me let me choose better today. Choose better today. Like if you thought the shades were fire, that's great. You didn't have to go on Twitter and tweet out, oh, yeah, I'm looking for these Dahmer shades. 
I don't know, maybe you did it for publicity or to get people talking or to start a controversy, or maybe you just genuinely thought the shades were dope. But why, why are we doing that? Like, why are you trying to make something cool about somebody that's caused so many, so much harm to so many different people? Like, it's just Mm -hmm. weird to me, man. Like everything doesn't need to be said aloud. You could have easily Googled whatever type of shades these were, um, tinted sunglasses, round frame, whatever, however these shades looked like you didn't have to tweet that out. And then some of the responses, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be prepared for that. Knowing that you have done or said things in the past that are a little bit questionable that the public knows about, like you gotta, you gotta know that those remarks are coming when you say something like that. Cause you gotta think the, the families of some of these people are still around like, and they gotta see this. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're seeing these reactions online or they're seeing this, everybody talking about this series, which is hurtful in and of itself. Like, why would you even, why would you even say anything about it in a positive light? It's just been weird to me. The whole thing has been weird to me. Even people going online and being like, oh yeah, that, that Jeffrey Dahmer series was great, man. That thing thing was amazing. I'm like, are y'all Okay. Are y'all all right? right. Like, <laughs> do we need to go get some type of evaluation? Like, what was so amazing about it for you? Like, why is that the word choice that you're using to describe it? Like, not like, oh, that was sick or that was chilling. Oh, my God. Like, no, that was amazing. I don't know. I know who uh, who not to sip a drink from by some <laughs> of y'all tweets. Yeah, exactly. Like, I tried watching a couple episodes of it, and it's just, it's really a lot to watch. So, you have people to, like, find enjoyment in it. I mean, if you want to watch it all the way through just to see what he did and how bad it really was, um, then there's that, maybe for educational purposes, you know, like, what happened back in the day. But it's it's a tough one to watch because I can hardly get through it. So, yeah, I do watch some people, too, who find it so immaculate and amazing I'm like uh, yeah I gotta watch you mm-hmm. yeah I, I definitely couldn't watch it couldn't couldn't put it in my spirit I'm not even technically mad at anybody who wanted to watch it especially if they didn't know the extent of what he had going on but hearing about it like once you hear enough to me that is that's enough like I'm gonna take y'all word for it he was chopping people up he was eating people drugging people raping people raping dead bodies like I don't, nothing about me hearing that was like, oh, let me go see. Like, I don't know. That's just not where my mind went with it. But um, I just, I, I think it's unfortunate that it's being like memed and, and joked about, even though everything's a joke now, like nothing's off limits. I get it. But like, man, these people's families already have to see this, not get any type of compensation for it, not be consulted in any way about it. And then they got to see you joking about it. And then they got to go online and see Rick Ross talking about, oh, yeah, let me get the Dahmer shades. Like, everything mm. not cool. Everything not a joke. Everything is not uh, riveting entertainment. Like, and we wonder why this country is so violent. Like, who who consumes violence for fun? And I, that's a little bit hypocritical because, you know, there's a lot of violence in the movies that we, in all types of movies that we watch and, and all types of the, the media that we consume. But still, like, at what level is it like, all right, we're going a little bit too far with this one. Every other day, a, another rapper is dying. Every other day, it's a new mass shooting. Like, why, why are we pushing more severe, depraved, evil violence to the forefront and making it, and putting, like, almost glorifying it or putting a cool light on it. Like that's the part I don't like, but yeah, off on a tangent now at this point. 
<laughs> Rick Ross, <laughs> I ain't like that tweet. And you know, I always like uh, most of what Rose says, but I ain't like that tweet. Right. Yeah. Some stuff you've, like you say, you say, I keep to yourself. I feel like a lot of people get themselves in quote unquote trouble or face backlash just because they talk too much or tweet too much. So yeah, it, the tweet has been deleted. So maybe he knew, you know, it's kind of like in bad taste, but damage done. Screenshots last forever. But yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to end it on that note today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. All right, we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Yeah.